Hello and welcome back to the very last episode of the Leading Yourself podcast of 2022. The podcast will continue in 2023, but today is December 31st and in a few hours, we're going to be calling it a year. And before we do that, I just want to share with you some final thoughts on 2022. And specifically, I want to talk about 18 things to live in 2022 and not carry over into the new year. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. So it's the last day of the year. This year has gone by super, super quickly for me. And um, I like always at the end of every year to end the year with some self-reflection. And I've done a lot of it this year. I've been very, very lucky and privileged to be able to have some time off at the end of the year, to have some family vacations and rest and recharging. And as part of that, I've been doing some reflection. And one of the things that I always like to reflect at the end of the year is what are the things that I don't want to carry over into the new year? What are things that I just want to leave and bury in the year that I'm leaving behind. And that's what I want to share today with you. And then, depending how long this is taking, I also want to share with you some perspective on celebrating the year that we're leaving behind before we step into the new year. So let's see how this goes. Um, let's get started. Okay. So let's talk about some habits to stop, some habits to leave in 2022 so we can be happier in 2023. We hear a lot about the things that we should be doing, the things that we should be adding to our to-do list, the new habits that we should be cultivating as we start a new year. But what about the habits that we should take off our plates? What about the things that we should let go of, stop doing, live in the past, right? Maybe we should focus on those things before we start making the long list of the positive habits and the positive things that we need to start doing as the new year starts. Working on stopping these habits, these things, these behaviors, will have such a positive impact in our lives. It will make it so much easier to work on forming those new habits that you want to invite into your life. Those habits that will help you live a happier life all year around, right? So let's, I have 18 things in my list. Most of these personally are things that I want to leave in 2022. I added one in there 
that it's from the past, from years past, but I think it's one that keeps coming up and up in people that I interact with. So I decided to add it to the list and I let you know what that is when we get there. So the first one is stop waiting for someday. Someday I'm going to start exercising. Someday I'm going to begin that project. Someday I'm going to stop smoking. Someday I'm going to start my own business. Someday I am going to clean my garage. Someday I'll be happy. How many times do we say this to ourselves? Does that sound familiar to you? This is such a bad habit. And it is, I personally believe, one of the biggest sources for self-sabotage. When we start having those types of conversations with ourselves is when we start self-sabotaging. Many of us tell ourselves frequently, someday I'll, and you feel the blanks, or when I have, feel the blank, then I'll be happy. And then we wait, and we wait, and we wait, and that quote unquote, someday never comes, and we never end up reaching our dreams. So here's a little trick that I want to share with you that has been very helpful for me personally when I find myself telling this narrative in my head, and that is when I catch myself thinking about someday I'll whatever, I stop myself and I say, I want, fill the blank, And then here are the steps that I'm going to take to get there. And if you aren't willing to make a plan and put in the work, then I think we need to be honest with ourselves about whether that thing is really what we want, right? Let me repeat that one more time. If you catch yourself telling yourself, someday I'll, you fill the blanks, Stop yourself and say, I want, fill the blanks, and here's the plan on what I'm going to do to get there. And here's the one thing that, by the way, I'm going to do right now to kick start that journey to get me there. And if when you go through that process, you can come up with a plan or you're lazy to come up with a plan or you're not motivated to come up with a plan, then you need to ask yourself, do I really want this thing? right? It's just a dream, a fussy dream, or is something that I really, really want, and I do want to be a reality. So number one was waiting for someday. We need to stop waiting for someday, right? We need to stop that narrative. We need to stop just dreaming, and we need to start making a plan and taking steps towards what we want. And I think this is a perfect time to do that, right? As the new year comes, start thinking about what do you really want and how are you going to get what you want? Okay, number two, things that we need to leave in 2022 is doubting ourselves. Self-doubt is one of the heaviest weights that you can carry in life. Feeling like you're not worth enough, you're not skilled enough, you're not smart enough, you say whatever, you're not enough, it's in your mind. It just holds us back from many amazing opportunities that life has to offer us. So it all comes from our limiting beliefs. And 
I've done so much work on this this year. 2022 has been my year of reinvention. And a big part of that has been peeling that onion on finding out what are those limiting beliefs that are holding me back. Limiting beliefs that we learn in the past and have created patterns that we continue to repeat in the present. And it's not until we confront those that we can make a conscious decision to change something in our lives. So stopping doubting ourselves starts with noticing the thoughts or the feelings when they pop up without judging them, just noticing them and gently replacing them with more empowering thoughts, things that are actually true. So for example, for me, one that continuously comes up is, I don't know how to do this, or I don't have time to do this. And when I have catched myself saying those things, I replace them with when something is a priority, when I'm passionate about something, I always make the time and I always find the way. And that is absolutely true. And I have proof of me doing that over and over and over again in the span of my life and my career. So anytime that I make that excuse, that excuse is really self-doubt. It's a way of protecting myself from my limiting beliefs. And when I catch myself, I just replace them with true empowering beliefs. Things that I know are true and I have evidence that are true for myself. And that is very important, right? You can't just use someone else's empowering beliefs. You need to make your own, those that are true for yourself. So when I notice myself thinking about I'm not good enough, I don't have time, I don't know how, then I kindly tell myself, hey, when something is a priority, you always make the time and you always find the way. What are yours? Think about it. What are the sources of your self-doubt and how can you change the narrative of those statements that you make to yourself? Number three, third thing to leave in 2022 is stop surrounding yourself with the wrong people. And I know that sounds a little bit harsh, but bear with me. Who are the wrong people? The wrong people, in my opinion, are those that discourage you. There are those that are fake people, negative thinkers, those people who make you feel bad about being yourself. That negativity is contagious and negative people tend to bring you down and this ends up affecting your mood and that prevents you from taking actions and even from being yourself. They can have incredible negative effects on your overall health and your success. Toxic friendships, and I don't know if you have any of those, uh, but toxic friendships, I think, destroy your self-esteem and your self-confidence. And that is something that you need to stop. Sometimes we think, oh, I want to have friends, and these are the kinds of friends that I want to have. And we just let go with, we don't want to be alone. 
but I think it's better to be alone than to be in bad company, right? So you need to make an audit of who are those negative people in your life and let go of those relationships for your own benefit. Number four, you need to let go or leave in 2022 um, self-comparison. Comparing yourself to others is one of the easiest ways to make you feel bad about yourself. You look at what others are doing and you wish that you were doing what others are doing. You look at what other people have and you wish you had what other people have. You scroll in social media and you start envying what other people are doing, what other people have, what they are, are, and you start feeling like everyone seems more accomplished than you, better looking than you, fitter than you, more successful than you, right? Maybe they have a better job title, a nicer car, a nicer house, they're going on your dream vacation, and it just makes you feel inadequate, jealous, and like you're a failure. These negative feelings will result in high levels of stress, potentially even anxiety or depression. So let me say this, life is too short to live it this way. I think we are so much influenced by social media these days, and that's why I regularly like to do a social media audit. Like anytime, and I used to do this once a month or once a quarter. I started once a year, then twice a year, then once a quarter, then once a month. And now I do it as I go. If I'm scrolling, which I'm trying to scroll less and less, but if I'm scrolling in social media and I see something that creates negative feelings on me and creates this feeling of self-comparison or making me not feel good enough or inadequate, immediately I unfollow or I mute. If it's someone that I know, I just mute because I don't know. I don't know why. I just mute. But if it's like an influencer or a company or whatever it is, I just unfollow automatically. But maybe you can start the new year just doing an audit of your social media and saying, what are the things that are not serving me in this stage that I am in my life? Maybe in the past, those feeds were helpful for me. But if they're not right now, just mute or unfollow those accounts. Instead of looking at the lives of others, we need to start seeing the goodness in front of us, inside of us. Appreciate every moment one at a time and be happy where you are and what you do. That, I think, is the secret to happiness. You know, there is a quote that says, a flower does not think of competing with other flowers next to it, it just blooms. So be more of a flower in 2023 and just bloom. Just be yourself, enjoy them every moment, embrace who you are, and be happy with where you are right now. That doesn't mean that there is not a journey ahead of you and that you can be better or you can grow, but be content with where you are and appreciate where you are, what you have, and who you are right now. Okay, number five. This is one that um, 
personally, this was per- personal to me, it's stop wasting time on weekends. My weekends can be productive. Every weekend is when I record the podcast. Every Sunday morning is part of my routine. I do have my morning routine of weekends, but then the day becomes a little bit more lacy. And um, after a long week of work, sometimes all that I want to do on weekends is to relax, to stay longer in bed, to watch movies, to eat, to sleep. And... Although it is good to rest your body and your mind, and I think that's why weekends exist, that is the main reason why weekends exist, I think we should also know that weekends are crucial to setting ourselves for success for the week ahead. So things that I like to do on weekends, and I think I'm getting better and better at doing this, is just planning my week ahead journaling a little bit about the week that it's coming ahead. And I'll talk more about that in a future episode um, in 2023. But one thing that has been missing on my weekends is more fun and recreation. And I think that fun and recreation is a great way as well to recharge. We tend to think that if we want to recharge, we just need to lay down, right? And do nothing. And Sometimes that's what we need. And having weekends where we don't do anything are the best weekends. But that cannot be every single weekend of the year. So how can you incorporate more fun and recreation on your weekends? How can you leverage your weekends more to plan ahead for the week ahead? So the habit, the behavior that we need to stop and leave in 2022 is to stop wasting time on weekends. Number six, not creating any time for yourself. No matter how busy you are, it's important that you take time from your schedule to focus on you, to fill up your cup first, to put on your oxygen mask before you help others, right? You are the most important person in your life. And I'm not saying this from a selfish standpoint, but in order for you to be the best you that you can be for others, you need to start focusing on yourself. And you do that by making time for yourself, for your overall well-being, for your physical, mental, and emotional health. If you are wondering how to create time for yourself in your busy schedule, Well, maybe this is something that you can journal about and think about. What are the things that bring you joy? What are the things that help you recharge? How, what are the things that help you take care of yourself? And how can you incorporate some of those things in your daily and weekly routines? For me personally, that means my morning routine is not negotiable. I'm working on my evening routine and making some shifts in there because There are things that I need now in this stage of my life and based on what I'm focusing on right now in order to take care of myself. Maybe it's about looking at your nutrition and how can you incorporate more healthy foods. Maybe it's about drinking more water in 2023. Maybe it's about having a skin routine. Maybe it's about spending 15 minutes in your personal development as part of your morning, evening, or whatever routine in your day or your week. So 
the first step is just to create the time. So here's one thing you can do right now, and you can pause this podcast and do that right now before you continue listening. And that is make an appointment with yourself in 2023 and make it a recurrent appointment. I have time block in my calendar every single day of the year for my morning routine. And I like to do that in the same calendar where I manage my work and I manage my personal life all in one place. I've talked about this in my productivity tips, but I have one command center, which is my calendar. And I plan in my calendar me time. So go ahead and make an appointment with yourself. Maybe it's once a week, every Sunday, one hour for yourself. Maybe it's 15 minutes in the morning before you start your day. Maybe it's 15 minutes in the evening before you go to bed. However that looks for you. But that is one thing you can do right now. One two millimeter action you can do right now that would guarantee your success in 2023. Make that appointment with yourself and put a reminder or an alarm that alerts you that that is your time to invest in yourself. Okay, number seven, something that we need to live in 2022 is procrastination. We all have this bad habit. I'm 100% sure that we all procrastinate at one point. Some of us are more frequent procrastinators than others. And um, we do it more frequently. Some are better at this. But at one or other point, we all fall into the trap of procrastination. When we should be getting things done, then we get distracted by something or we get lazy or we're too tired or we end beach watching a Netflix series for hours. And that is okay sometimes because we are humans, right? And sometimes we need that. But when that becomes a habit, that is a problem. I personally believe that when you start giving in into procrastination, It fuels up. It's so easy to get comfortable in that cycle. And then it gets harder and harder to break that cycle. You know, I recorded a podcast episode. It was one of the very first podcast episodes of the Leading Yourself podcast where I talk about, it was called Killing Procrastination. And believe it or not, that has been the most popular podcast episode in the entire history of the Leading Yourself podcast. And that is episode number 15. It was called Kill Procrastination. It's the podcast episode, the single one podcast episode that has had the most listened in the entire history of this podcast. I'm going to link it on the show notes of this podcast episode If you want to learn some techniques and strategies on how to kill procrastination. But let's, you and I agree that this is one habit that we need to kill immediately and not carry on with us into 2023. Okay, number eight, caring about what other people think. If you have the bad habit of obsessing over what other people think of you, I have some good news for you. No one, listen to this, no one is spending their time and their energy thinking about you. 
when you base your actions around what other people think and give away, you give away your power to those people. Once you digest this truth, you're going to feel so much freer. It's so freeing. So here's the thing. Write down a few times when you care too much about what someone thought of you or what you thought someone thought of you. Think that's a better description. And how that impacted your choices. What did you miss out because you were too worried about being judged? And then I want you to write down a note to yourself promising not to let anyone else stop you from going after what you really want. Don't give out your power that easily. Because here is the thing, no one, no one is spending their time and their energy thinking about you. You are thinking that they're thinking something about you. But that is only in your head. Number nine, we need to stop thinking instead of doing. I kind of alluded to this one before, but let me ask you something. Do you spend more time thinking about doing a task than it would actually take to just, you just do that task? You know, those tasks that might take two minutes and you plan for them for 30 minutes. Like you're trying to fit it in your schedule and when you're going to do it and you write it down on your planner and just writing it down in your planner might take out more time than what getting that thing done might. You know, we talk about procrastination. That is a perfect example of procrastinating. You know, there's days or weeks where you're just thinking that, okay, I really need to do that thing when you could have done it like weeks ago. Or maybe you spend hours making lists and writing in your planner, but you actually don't get anything accomplished. I've been there many times in 2022. And once I realized it, I decided that this is something that I want to stop. And I always ask myself before I put anything on my to-do list, on my planner, is it easier for me? Is it quicker for me to just get it done? Then I don't even write it down. I just go stop what I'm doing and I get that thing done. Or if I can't do it in that moment, because let's say I'm in the middle of a meeting and I remember that I need to do this one thing that it takes less time to do than to write it down. I just put a post-it note on the screen of my computer. And as soon as I finish that meeting, I go and take care of that. If there is something that you've been wanting or needing to do for a while, decide what is the first step to do it, either today or go ahead and schedule time to get that done in your calendar right now. Get it done and stop wasting your mental energy in thinking about it. Number 10, this is one that I left many years ago in the past. And sometimes, just sometimes it pops up again. And this was one that I worked on for many years. And that's what I thought I would add it to this list because maybe you're struggling with this as well. And that is perfectionism. People who are perfectionist 
often put themselves through a lot of mental and emotional pain. I felt that pain many times in my life. The constant striving for flawless performance can cause you to feel overwhelmed, stress, and even anxious. Perfectionism can also stifle creativity and get a big dent on your productivity because you're constantly worried about making mistakes. It becomes difficult to achieve your goals because you're so afraid that you're not going to do it perfectly or that you're going to do it wrong. So you never get started. Trying to be perfect, I believe, is a waste of your time and your energy. No one ever has been perfect. I don't believe it. We all have flaws. We all make mistakes. And by the way, when you make mistakes, what great of a learning opportunity that is, right? Um, so going back to our limiting beliefs, this was one I had that I am not going to do it right. And my new empowering belief is thank you for this learning opportunity. Every mistake that I make is a learning opportunity. It's an opportunity to learn something and to grow. So instead of trying to be perfect and feeling defeated every time that you miss your impossible standards, focus on just doing your best. Just tell yourself, I'm doing the best that I can do in this moment. And the only time that I will fail is when I stop trying. Okay, number 11, we need to stop being afraid to ask for help. I have to make a confession to, to you today. And if you and I are friends, you know this, but I have a 13-year-old and a six-year-old and it wasn't until this year that I use a babysitter for the first time in the life of my kids. Being afraid of asking for help is something that I've struggled with most of my life. I've never liked inconvenient people. And I don't like to look stupid or look that I can't do it or I don't know how to do it. That was me in the past. Even when I couldn't find something, let's say, um, at the store, instead of going and asking for help from someone, I will keep going around the store looking for something. That's how bad it was for me to accept that I needed help and asking for help. I used to try to fix things myself. And I really got good at doing that and figuring things out. So there was some benefit on that. But the problem was that I spent so much time in fixing everything and taking care of everything. And I'm not the best at everything. Not at all. And I could have used my energy and my time in things that I'm really good at and asked for help when I really needed help. And if you struggle with this, whether... You struggle with this, with the small or the big problems, tell, remind yourself that it is okay to ask for help. You don't have to know everything or know how to do everything or be good at everything. It is okay to ask for help. Okay, number 12, 
feigns to leave in 2022, trying to multitask. We all like to think that we can multitask, especially as women, but studies have shown that people who multitask are actually less productive than people that focus on one task at a time. And actually multitasking for activities that require brain power. That's what I'm talking about because I think there are things where you can multitask. I can listen to a podcast and do laundry at the same time. I can run on my treadmill and listen to an audible book at the same time, right? There are things that we can do simultaneously. I'm talking about tasks that require your brain power. You're actually not multitasking. You're just shifting your attention from one thing to another very quickly. And it seems like you're working on a lot of things, but you're actually just jumping from one thing to another. And it takes some time to refocus on the thing that you have in front of you. So actually multitasking, one, doesn't exist, but two, it makes you less productive and it creates more stress. You're feeling busy and we take so much pride on being busy, but at the end of the day, you're not accomplishing the things that you want to accomplish or at the standard of what you're striving to accomplish them. So next time that you have a multiple tasks to do, focus on completing one before moving to the next. Is that that simple? When you break that bad habit, the quality of your work is going to improve so much. And you're going to be able to check things off your list faster. And you're going to be feeling so much better with yourself because you're actually closing things out and not dragging that three-mile list of to-dos over time. Number 13, we need to stop living in the past. Our past shapes us in so many ways, but sometimes dwelling in the past can cause a lot of pain and it takes us away from the present moment and keep us from moving forward into our future. So I am sure that I'm not the only one who has lain awake at night stewing over something that happened in the past. I hope I'm not the only one. Um, it's not fun and it's not productive. When I wake up in the middle of the night and start dwelling about something that I have happened and recreating a conversation or recreating something, and what if I have done this differently? What if I have done that differently? And I thought that was good, right? Because I'm trying to learn from the situation, but I wasn't. My focus wasn't on learning. My focus was on just being stuck and feeling bad about something that happened that I can't change. Whether it's whatever it is that you dwell about in the past, uh, when those thoughts come up gently, one thing that has really helped me is to redirect my mind to the present moment and remember that those thoughts aren't serving me right now. And that I'm better off if I let them go and I focus on the present and the future. So if you ever find yourself dwelling on the past, try this very simple thing. There is one practice that I learned about. It's called the, the um, core cutting method. 
And I learned this. I don't know where I learned this. Um, maybe was Gavi bursting? I don't know. I can't remember right now. But this, the core cutting method is basically a visualization technique. Um, I recently learned about it that I find very, very helpful. You basically close your eyes and you picture the person or the event that is causing your distress. And you visualize a cord connecting you to that thing or that person. It might be like a thin like spider web or even a thick rope, for example. And then you picture yourself holding a pair of scissors and cutting the cord. And you watch that image of that situation, that thing, that person like floating away. And this is something that I use when I wake up in the middle of the night, dwelling about something that happened. Um, and then I shift my, pers my perspective, my focus on the present and the future. So if it's an event that is hurting me, I just think about what can I do tomorrow, tomorrow about this. So if it was that I maybe had an argue, argument with someone and I was feeling bad about it, instead of reviving that conversation in my mind, I use this core cutting technique and then I ask myself, what can I do tomorrow to fix this relationship? And then I go to sleep. Okay, number 14. We're almost there. We need to stop neglecting our mental health. It can be easy to neglect our mental health when we're working full time, we're taking care of our kids, or whatever your busy life looks like, right? But it is important to realize that we all function better, both at work and outside of work, at home, when we take time to look after our mental health. This can mean many different things. And I'm, I'm not going to go deeper into this. I think you need to ask yourself, how can you take better care of your mental health in 2023? That can look in many ways. For me, has been starting a meditation practice as part of my morning routine, taking breaks during the day, journaling, those are things that always help me. Um, you can even look for therapist. Um, so ask yourself, what do you need to take care of your mental health in this season of your life? Number 15, we need to stop assuming the worst or judging people. It's all too easy to make a snap judgment about other people when we aren't walking in their shoes. And sometimes we assume that someone has the worst intentions when they really don't. I've come to realize that most of us are doing the best that we can with the tools that we have available to us. We weren't all taught the same lessons, given the same gifts, or born with the same privileges. Most people are just trying to survive and make the best that they can. So when you start to get impatient or even offended by someone, try to remember that that person is just doing their best. And maybe, just maybe, they have different priorities than you do. Or maybe 
they have different tools in their toolbox or a different perspective than what you do. And usually when someone is unkind or, um, you know, does something that offends you or does something that doesn't align with your values, they're not doing it on purpose. They might just be thinking, seeing things from a different perspective again, having maybe they have different values than you. Um, I personally believe that people try to just do their best. I always say this at work. I don't think that anyone comes to work thinking, today I am going to make mistakes on purpose. Today I'm going to be mean to others on purpose. We are all little icebergs, right? We only see the tip of the iceberg when we interact with others. We don't know what is underneath the surface. You never know what that person is going through. You can't put yourself in other people's shoes, even if you try really hard, because you don't know what is beneath the surface. You can empathize, sure, but you'll never know the full story. So if you just tell yourself in those moments that you get frustrated or offended by someone, just remind yourself this person is just trying to do their best with the tools that they have available. Okay, number 16, stop telling yourself that you're stuck. Our words are so powerful. Telling yourself and believing that you're stuck is one of the worst things that you can do. The most powerful thing that I've learned in my personal growth journey is that being stuck is just a story that we tell ourselves. Yes, sometimes we're running to really, real difficult roadblocks, but there is almost always a way around them if we are willing to find the way. When you don't see the path forward, you just have to look at things from a different perspective, in a different way. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know what to talk about on my podcast. I don't know what to do. I don't know. And I'm stuck and I can't come up with ideas. And that I feel it just gets me more stuck. When I let go of that and I change my narrative and I start to see things from a different perspective, I find myself finding lots of ideas and different ways to approach a situation. Just to give an example, the podcast, right? I do podcast episodes every week and there's weeks that I'm in front of the microphone and I'm like, what am I going to talk about today? I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. And those days, typically, I don't, you don't get anything out of me. But when I start asking myself different questions that help me see things from a different perspective, all of a sudden I come up with five different ideas that were not there like five minutes ago. Okay, almost there. Number 17, we need to stop blaming and instead start taking responsibility. It is so very tempting to blame other people for our circumstances. The reality is that there are things that we can't control, right? our parents, the environment that we grew up in. But once you become an adult, you have the power to write the story of your life. No matter what were your circumstances in which you grew up, stop blaming those things or your parents or your school or your teachers or the lack of opportunities that you had, 
whatever that is. Stop blaming anyone for your circumstances. Start taking responsibility for where you are right now. You can choose to write your own story. And that starts by taking responsibility. That means taking back the power. Instead of giving power to your circumstances and to other people, take the power of your life. And if there's one thing that you are going to focus on 2023 and you're looking for what that is, this can be it, to reclaim your power. How do you reclaim your power to write your own story and not be a victim of your circumstances? Okay, the last one, number 18. Stop wasting money on stuff. Society tells us to consume all day, every day. So it's no surprise why we fall in the trap of mindless shopping. And we make that a bad habit in our lives. We are influenced by people around us, by social media, by TV commercials, and they convince us that we need more stuff. And I think we need to be more intentional about how, when, in what we spend our money in 2023. So I think this starts by changing our mindset. Being honest, will having this thing improve my life in a significant way? Do we really need this thing, right? If you're spending your money on stuff, thinking that that stuff is going to bring you happiness, is going to bring you fulfillment, let me tell you that your happiness and your fulfillment doesn't lay on stuff. No matter what the stuff is. Your happiness and your fulfillment comes from within. So let me share with you a few questions you can ask yourself next time you're, you're tempted to buy stuff to really think through, do you really need to buy this thing? So question number one, do I already have something similar to this that serves that same purpose? Question number two, can I borrow this from a family member instead of buying my own or from a colleague or from a friend? Number three, will I still be using this a month or a year from now? Number four, why do I want this thing? Is it because someone else has it? Or is it because I really want it and I really need it? Number five, are there better ways that I could be using my money than in this thing? And number six, do I have the space to store this thing? These questions have been very helpful for me anytime that I am influenced by whoever or whatever to buy something. Before I spend money on something, and you might think I'm a little bit frugal, and maybe I am, and I'm proud of it, I ask myself these questions. And many times I find myself not buying the thing. And that felt super freeing and super good because I really didn't need it. 
Maybe I needed it just for five minutes and I could borrow it from someone. And most of the times that helped me save that money to really buy what I really needed and what I really wanted. So what is what you really need and what you really want? Spend your money on that and not on just stuff. So those are the 18 things that I think we should leave in 2022 and not carry on with us into the new year. Maybe for you, your list looks a little bit different. I would love to hear what are some things in your list of things that you're going to buried today and leave in the old year so you can make the space for new things to attract into your life in 2023. Before I send you off, I just want to wish you a really happy 2023. I hope that 2023 is the best year in your life, that you walk into 2023 feeling good about yourself and looking forward to take back your power and make 2023 your best year. I will see you again next week for another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.